people who care. Hello, everybody. Today we are here at the Outreach TN Family Services Office. I'm Gina Franco. And I'm Jackie Barlar. And we're your new hosts. Um, today we're going to talk about ourselves and discussing how we recognize and deal with our own uh, mental health through healthy coping mechanisms. But really quick, we're going to start with a little fast five. Um, starting off, do you consider yourself more introverted or extroverted? Um, I would say that I'm an introverted extrovert. I'm going to mix the two. Um, I am pretty extroverted. I like to talk a lot. I do talk a lot. But at the same time, internally, I'm freaking out as that's happening. (laughs) I would also consider myself the same thing as well. I'm definitely very extroverted. I love socializing. I think it's so much fun. But deep down, I am very introverted and shy, especially at first, too, once you get to know me. Yes, for sure. I would agree with that. Um, are you more of an organizer or do you like to go with the flow? Do you plan or do you go with the flow? <laughs> I'm a big planner. Okay. I love to organize. I have like three different planners at home. So when things are, you know, go with the flow, I yes. just can't. I, I freak okay. out. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel like, again, this is, I can't pick one side, but I feel like I'm definitely a combination. Like at the beginning of, or like the beginning of the semester, mm-hmm. I'm, okay, I have my new agenda. I'm going to plan everything out. I'm going to be so organized. But by halfway through, I'm just, okay, whatever. I just have to do what I'm doing and figure it out as we, as we move forward. Um, so definitely a combination. I love that. Um, are you more of a morning person or a night owl? Um, I would say I'm naturally more of a night owl, but I've been recently trying to get into a, um, a rhythm where I wake up earlier because I used to sleep in way too long. Wait, so. what's what's early though? Like, what time do you usually wake up? Um, well, I have an alarm that goes off every day at nine, but I'm usually up before that. So, like, I would say like eight thirty is when I'm up. That's yeah. so perfect. I want to be like that. <laughs> I'm definitely a night owl. I stay yes. up super late. Um, being a morning person, I just I can't I can't bring myself to it. <laughs> I think the earliest yes. that I can get myself up is like ten a.m. Oh, before wow. then, okay, I'm just yes. not even there. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> Um, okay, so painful truth or comforting lie? I love this one. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a good one. I know this is a good one. (laughs) (laughs) I'm definitely painful truth. I just like people to tell me how it is. I'm Mm -hmm. the same way with Mm -hmm. my friends and everything. That's what they compliment me most for. So I don't know, comforting lie. I just don't like lies. Yes, (laughs) I agree. I agree. I'm so painful truth. We did House Superlatives uh, um, and I got brutally honest. So (laughs) So I'm definitely painful truth. I think that obviously there's some scenarios where uh, a little lie is is probably better. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the general rule is truth for sure. I agree completely. Um, Are you more of a remote person or an in-person for like academics classes? I think it depends on the class. Uh, for the most part, I, I would say I like to be more hands-on. I pay attention better. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, there are certain courses where it's definitely easier to uh, be remote and just be able to go at my own speed. I, I completely agree with that. I definitely feel like a hybrid is really nice. Um, for the most part, though, I would say in-person classes are just mm-hmm. a lot better just because I feel like yeah. you understand things. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Forces you to pay attention, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for being our annual sponsor for the third year of our podcast. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving. 
building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, diving into our topic today, we wanted to discuss coping mechanisms. And so we wanted to identify what is a coping mechanism. So a coping mechanism is a strategy people often use in the face of stress and or trauma to help manage painful or difficult emotions. Um, so what is considered an unhealthy or healthy mechanism? Um, healthy mechanisms can be considered, you know, this is dependent on sleep, eating, um, actively making sure that you're functioning throughout the day. Stability is a big part of that and unhealthy would be the opposite of that. Um, so with that, we have our own personal experiences with unhealthy coping mechanisms. Um, I myself struggle with making sure I'm eating all the time. Mm -hmm. As a college student, we don't always have that time or schedule to make sure that we're eating, you know, breakfast, yes, lunch, and dinner. Yes. I'm lucky enough to get breakfast in the morning sometimes, <laughs> so. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Um, I struggle with that as well. I also, I feel like this is kind of, it seems silly to say, but I am a stress shopper. I love, I, anytime I'm anxious, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go on Amazon and see <laughs> because the, the packages that come, it's like instant just excitement. I'm like, okay, boost in serotonin. Like, <laughs> so I love to have something at my door, but it's not the best way for me to handle my emotions, obviously, because, um, they're not necessary purchases by any means. Um, but yeah, so, I think that's my main one. Also, I think a good one to talk about is isolation as well. I mm. pull away from yeah. um, a lot of people in my life that don't deserve it when For I'm sure. super anxious or I'm stressed or I'm overwhelmed with things. And I think that's natural. Um, and you don't necessarily notice you're doing it. Mm -hmm. um, like, I'll, it'll just, it'll be like weeks afterwards and I'll be like oh my gosh I feel like I <laughs> haven't talked to like this person or this person in so long and it's not their fault but it's like I'm just I've been so in my own world um and so worked up about whatever it is that I haven't had the time to you know put the energy I needed into my relationships and the connections mm -hmm. that are necessary for you to honestly like work through those emotions and and things like that so I would say that's something else that I struggle with. Um, and it's very apparent, like negative coping mechanisms are not necessarily something that you can like pick out right away. They're usually like you're, you're doing them without even knowing. So that's something Absolutely. that is usually what I, I fall into. Um, and it takes me a little bit to notice I've, I've fallen into that, that spot. And with that, why do you think it's important to acknowledge these unhealthy coping mechanisms? I think it's important because a lot of times they're self-destructive. Like I was just talking about with isolation. Um, I'm not necessarily doing it because that's what I need in the moment. I'm doing it because I think it's necessary in a twisted way or that like, oh, these people probably don't want to deal with me right now because I'm doing this or I'm doing whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's it's important because you're you're kind of – uprooting your life in certain ways um, or making decisions that you might not make if you were taking a step back and actually acknowledging those those like decisions that you're making 
it almost feels like it's not yourself. You're harming yourself in that way. And it can be mm-hmm. very detrimental, especially the longevity of everything. It can definitely catch up to yes. you and just like hit you in the face and become yeah. even more overwhelming than it was initially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being able to acknowledge it right hand, you can use coping mechanisms in order to strategically maneuver around it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um. We would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for their generosity in sponsoring the third season of Teens Tap In. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together by creating reliable resources that recognize all of our neighbors with access to the highest quality healthcare, advanced care close to home, and a shared humanity that delivers on our joint vision to create a healthier community for all. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. So, kind of going off of all of this, uh, we kind of wanted to talk about healthy mechanisms, obviously. Um, Twist it, we were on the negative side, now we're positive. So, Jackie, what are healthy coping mechanisms that you use? So, Gina, my coping mechanism <laughs> that I love is crocheting. <laughs> I've never done this before. And I'm so excited to teach you. Oh, okay. I'm I'm actually really nervous because I tried knitting over, like, during the pandemic. And I was knitting is so I hard. I was horrible. I was genuinely <laughs> horrible. But I'm very excited. I hope I'm this is a so change. Excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. All right. So if you guys haven't figured out already, I'm going to be teaching Gina how to crochet yes. today. <laughs> um, so I have we, my rainbow yarn so and I'm ready. <laughs> um, so we have our hooks in our yarn and we're just going to take the end of our yarn okay. and we're going to tie it into like a little knot. Okay. Um, so if you just twist it and then pull through, you'll oh. make like a little loop. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So if you make it into like a loop initially at first like this okay and then take your finger and twist it you're gonna get like the x and then pull that longer strand through the hole and then it'll tie i think i got it did i get it <laughs> you got it yes <laughs> you got it <laughs> okay okay so then you're gonna take your hook and put that through the hole okay Okay, are you right-hand or left-hand dominant? Right-handed. Right-handed? Okay, right. yep. So you want to hold the hook in your right hand. Okay. And then you want to tighten it so that the loop is tight against the hook. Wait, I don't think I can tighten it anymore. Try to pull right. both strings at once. There she is. Through. Hook through. Hook through, and then pull both ends, and then it should tighten. Okay. Oh, yep. Keep, keep Go it under? Lo- or yeah, a little okay. lower. All the way? All Yeah, definitely okay. lower. Perfect. Around. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Okay, this is good. She's here. She's ready. <laughs> okay, okay, so you are going to take your longer strand with all okay. of your yarn. Okay. Um, and you are going to hold it on your index finger. Yep. And then you're also going to hold onto your hook. Okay. So when you do it, you're going to hold the bottom and the top kind of like a T. Okay. Oh, wait. Um, okay. Wait, 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 wait. I think I... So it's like kind of tense and you can like maneuver the tension of the string. All right. So the next part that we're going to do is we're going to put the yarn on our index finger and then we're just going to kind of hold that tension there. So if you're right hand dominant, you're going to hold the hook in your right hand. If you're left hand, it's going to be the opposite. Um, you have 
it's like this and then you want to put your fingers your two fingers on the loop so that it doesn't move and yes oh my god yes okay (laughs) um so yes 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 oh my gosh oh my goodness okay so then proud mom (laughs) Mm -hmm. so proud okay so you're gonna take your hook you're gonna go under the yarn and then you're gonna take that handle and you're gonna pull that through your loop Um, so again, just going underneath it and then pulling it towards the loop and then through. Loop. <laughs> the loop that you made. That, oh, oh, that oh. little loop. Yep. She's very little. She's okay, wait. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Oh, yes! <laughs> yes! Yay! Yay! Okay, okay, awesome. Wait. Okay, I'm going to try and do it by myself now, real Absolutely. quick. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Here, hook. That's too many. Shoot. <laughs> just, it's just one okay. twist, like, okay, underneath Okay, okay, okay. Like that? Oh, wait. Yes. Like yeah, that. no, no. You were, you were at the first time. Go through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? Oh! Shoot, I lost it. Here. Did I get a second one? I don't know. No. No, I don't know. Um, I think the loop is just big. So I think you can okay. just pull the purple a little bit. Yeah. Okay, and then... Okay. Oh, no, no. This is the top. You want that oh, one? Oh, 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 yes, yes. Okay. We're gonna have to pause again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just one through. Um, so... Is it go over it, or under? It goes under. Wait, okay, here. So then you have it there, and then you just want to pull your hook towards you. No, that, just this, that's over. Yep, that, and then you want to pull it through there, through your hole. There. Yeah. Hi. And then it's okay. going to make a little, it's going to make like a little chain. Yes. And then you're just going to keep chaining it until you like the length. And then, depending on that, you can either make a purse, make um, a sweater, a blanket, anything. It's just, like, however big you want it to be. And then you have to rotate it. And then it'll just expand. And it's so much fun. There's, like, different stitches. But every single project that you start off with will always start with a chain. And then all the other complicated stuff will come after. Thank you for teaching me that, Jackie. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm still not a pro, but we're getting there. Honestly, we got loop. picked it up that quick is really impressive. Because mm-hmm. it took me for a Thank while. Thank you. Like, that's really good. I don't know what we're going to have by the end of this episode, but <laughs> we're going to try our best. <laughs> oh, I got another one. Okay. So how did you fall into crocheting? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's such a good question. Um, actually I started looking at, you know, TikTok, everybody Mm, is on there and I fell onto the crochet page and I just loved everything that they were making. I'm very artsy, craftsy, Mm hands-on. Um, so I really wanted to pick it up and my best friend and I were very intrigued by it. She actually started to crochet before me. So then she taught me and Mm. then it just kind of like escalated from there. And then we just started making, you know, everything bags purses dresses oh my gosh that's so cool I know I made my birthday dress 
I it's love so that. Cute. I love it. I need a dress. I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, would love to. Yeah, I would love to see a picture. But that is so cool. So, like, do you do, you do that for your friends, too, and things like that? Or is it just kind of your own little side business? Um, so I have made, like, all of my friends, like, purses and water bottle holders yeah. and everything like oh, that. Cool. Um, Just for them to have. I want to make my cat a crochet blanket. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But yeah, it's kind of just turned into a lot. And so I've started like this little side business that I'm doing. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Let me see. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you. That is crazy. That's really impressive. Thank you. Thank oh. you. But yeah, it's it's a lot it, it took like about I don't know a week or two to finish this but it fits like perfectly and it's so much fun and I love sharing it with other people just because yeah. it's handmade so it's it's very special yeah. and so it's been fun that um, is so awesome I feel like that is such a like a good example of ways that coping mechanisms can turn into something even bigger that you didn't think like you started no just crocheting in front of the tv and now look at you that's yeah, so awesome really it's crazy i love it segueing into that Gino, <laughs> what mechanisms do you have um i think a big influence that i found recently is yoga um and this is something that i fell into because it was it was easy to fall into almost um it wasn't like a a life-changing, oh, I'm gonna do yoga. It was just, like, my friend worked at a yoga studio, and she was like, you want to take a free class? And I was like, yeah, why not? I've always wanted Mm -hmm. to try it. And I tried it, and I loved it. But even then, I was still like, I don't know if I can come back and take this class by myself. I'm, like, I'm nervous, you know, like, trying new things. I didn't know the teachers very well. So it was so great having her um, to kind of lean on. Um and take classes with to start out, get to know the teachers, everything, until I was comfortable enough to go by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I had that, I was going, like, during the summer when I I didn't have as as much, um, I was going, like, five times a week. I was really in the grind. I loved it. It was helping me so much. Um, But, like, everything, it it ebbs and flows. And and right now with school, it's really, it's really chaotic um and I don't get to go as much um but that's also I feel like with any sort of mechanism you kind of go in and out Mm -hmm. um which is important to remember that you don't always have to be like you know really into one thing and that's gonna fix my mental health um but it is really nice to have and to fall back on and every time I do fall back on it I'm like okay, like, this is why I do it. You know, I feel Mm -hmm. so much calmer. I feel like it just helps me keep my thoughts, like, together, at least for that hour or whatever my class is, bringing it back. Mm -hmm. And even just an hour of of calm is so nice to have um, in just days of chaos and and weeks of chaos. Um, So, Gina, going off of that, I know that I love crochet and it has changed my world completely. I know that you mentioned that you love yoga so much. Yes. Um, Has that changed your life in any way? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think in a lot of ways. Um, But kind of going off of what you were talking about with, you know, starting your your business and things like that. um, I've been recently considering getting my certification for Mm -hmm. yoga teaching. Um, 
and I just think it would be a really cool uh, experience. Um, not only to be able to teach yoga, but also just like getting closer with my body and my mind. And, and the whole practice of yoga is really cool when you um, you break it down and the breath work and the meditation aspects. Um, I just think it's a really cool practice and um, how it's used in the mental health realm is also really cool. Um, and, you know, they say with with people that have kind of had experiences where they feel disconnected from their body or, or kind of like disassociated from their body, yeah. yoga is a way to, you know, bring themselves back to their body and realize, you know, kind of take ownership of it again, so which beautiful. I think is, is really cool. Um, and something that I'm, I'm really interested in. Um, so yeah, I think that it's really, it's, it's been a, awesome to find something that resonates with me that deeply that just happened to also be really good for my mental health um but like we were kind of talking about you know those things they should just be something that you enjoy and and come easy to you it doesn't have to be something super complicated or something you feel like you should be doing Mm -hmm. um it should be something that you you have interest in and and you think is is good for you but I, not everyone, you know, has the opportunity to to go out and, and take all of these classes or maybe even the time um, to do that. So I think it's really important also to um, kind of shout out some easy and, and free everyday mechanisms that I use and then maybe some that you use um, uh, because I like I'll do like a five minute meditation in the morning or something like that. Um and or I'll journal I love to journal do you journal I do um I'm I'm not like very consistent with it no um at all sometimes (laughs) I'll like come back and be like oh my last entry was like two months ago and look how much has changed um but it's super nice to just be able to write down what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. or what I'm um feeling in a moment and and it just helps me so much and again it's something easy that I can just take five ten minutes to do um and it can help me clear my thoughts a little bit more mm-hmm. um especially just reflecting on it specifically with journaling too I mean you were saying like two months you had it and then you looked back at that and you mm-hmm. saw where you were at and then pivoting to where you are now I think that's so amazing because even if just like one small thing maybe was upsetting you at the time and yes. then looking back at it it can be like oh my goodness I'm so proud of myself yes no a hundred percent I agree um or like even honestly on on the flip side too even moments where I'm like so overwhelmed I can look back and be like even though your feelings are always valid and I was overwhelmed for a reason like mm-hmm. okay like these are tools now with 2020 hindsight that I can use in the future if I have something Absolutely. similar like how did I get through that feeling um and, and just continue to use those. Um, yeah. I also, have you ever partaked in a hot girl walk? Because I love a hot girl walk. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I love a hot girl walk. I think, I don't know. Maybe we should explain what that is. <laughs> I feel like we should. Um, it's just a walk. <laughs> it's literally in a your, walk. In your hot girl walk. Yes, yes. (laughs) But you can be a hot anyone walking. Absolutely. And it embodies that. But it's just like the idea of taking like a mindful walk, releasing everything, you know, like letting your mind or your mind like turn off for just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and I love it. I think it helps me so much at school too. Just like um, taking a break from schoolwork, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that it's exercise too, because I feel like it combines two of the best things: turning mm-hmm. my mind off, and then also just making sure that I'm getting like, yeah. the exercise I need. Because sometimes I feel like I'm a hermit, just working on yes. my schoolwork all day. So it's just nice to you know go outside for just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> No, I agree. And I think exercise is another mechanism that you can use. Um, and obviously, that can kind of go, that can also be an unhealthy coping mechanism in some senses, yes, too. But, you know, absolutely. finding, you know, like work or yoga, something that um, can be be used as like a release or a moment of um, just letting go can be really helpful and and exercise is good for that whether it's a walk or yoga or whatever pilates. yeah pilates that's a good one love i do pilates. love pilates i've been doing it recently there's um a couple apps that you can download um Ooh. and it's just like 15 minutes i have like a little yoga mat um in my apartment that i just do Ooh, it so it's really yes. nice love it in between like homework i'm um, like writing an essay for mm-hmm. a really long time I'm like oh my goodness let me just do some pilates yes <laughs> that's also good too because i think like i, I was talking about yoga but mm-hmm. it's also hard sometimes you know we go to pit um and what what <laughs> um but there's not a yoga studio really on campus no. um there's things you can do through the the school there's organizations but right. um you know you have to get on the bus and go to shady side if you want to take a class or something um and so it's it's hard um and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that not having the opportunity to necessarily take the time to get somewhere, travel somewhere, and then have an hour class and then travel back. Um, so having the online, you know, options and the apps and things like that, like you were just talking about, is super helpful to just, even if it is just 10, 15 minutes of your day. Mm-hmm. I agree. The best things in life come unexpected. And especially with our coping mechanisms, they kind of just came out of the woodworks and we kind of just found out what we wanted to do. So yeah, yeah. Well, to circle back to this crocheting stuff, (laughs) how are you doing? I have a little bit. You have a little chain. I have a chain. I do have a chain. That's so good. Trying new things. Maybe I'll take up crocheting. Oh my gosh, you do. Yes. Thank you for showing this to me today. Absolutely. I'm I'm very excited. Um, I think that it's it's nice to just try new things and, and see what helps. Because like I said, you go through, you know, periods where maybe yoga is not my thing for a little bit. And I'm like, I'm just not really feeling it. And, you know, you need to, you know, take the time to, to try new things, find something else that works for you um, for those moments. So I'm excited to have this. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Lastly, this podcast would not be possible without the support of St. Clair Health. Please listen to the following ad. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Thank you for all of our listeners for your support. Um, Reach out with any episode ideas or feedback feedback at podcast at outreachteen.org. Thank Thank you. you. Bye. Bye.
views and opinions expressed in the Teens Tap In podcast represent the opinions of the hosts and their guests. The views and opinions expressed by Outreach Teen and Family Services employees, donors, and volunteers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of Outreach Teen and Family Services or the show's sponsors. The content here should not be taken as counseling advice. The content here is for informational purposes only, and because each person is unique, please consult your mental health provider or physician for any mental health counseling or other medical questions. The podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing a standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. If you find any error in any of the content of the podcast, please contact us at podcasts at outreachteen.org. Outreach Teen and Family Services, its sponsors, donors, and partners expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages whatsoever arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Please go to www.outreachteen.org to see the complete notice and disclaimer for the podcast episodes.